You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumeret. Welcome and to the Friday Freeform edition. Friday Freeform, and we begin, we have a guest today. Mary, we have a guest. And we do. this is a very impressive moment. Let him let me bring him on here now. Go ahead, Mr. President. <laughs> I I would like to begin by addressing the the heinous Hennis. Hey. Hennis, Hennis, what the hell is that word? <laughs> how, how come you put words on the teleprompter that I don't know there? And why am I, I'm the president of the United States, and I have to give this speech with two guys in military fatigue with rifles pointed at me, telling me to read the teleprompter. I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> was, was that awful? Or what? You know, it was like a hostage video, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I know I shouldn't laugh. This is such a serious time. I know it's terribly serious, but it's awful. But it's funny, too, because um, Trump has become the little sniveling man we always knew he was. Right? It's what happens to bullies when finally they get called out. And he he just had jumped the shark, as it were. And this is a result of it. It is. You know what it reminded me of seriously yesterday? You remember the movie, A Christmas Story, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out? Yeah, yeah. And what's his name? Farkas, I think, <laughs> who's the bully. <laughs> yeah. And Ralphie gets him down on the ground and just beats him up something. And he's like crying and everything with the, the bloody nose because Ra- Ralphie beat him beat him up. That's my image right now of Donald Trump with yellow eyes. I swear he had yellow eyes. <laughs> well, he's not going to like that because he doesn't like the kind of production value like that. No. But, you know, the thing is, is that yesterday, um, the aftermath was very interesting. And I think I told you at one point, I'm, I was trying not to be too big of a consumer in news because it was creating a lot of anxiety. And I'm not alone in that way. But as the day went on, I could feel myself get angrier and angrier that we were just going to walk away like, okay, he's going to be gone in 13 days. So we'll just live through that. And then we'll forget this ever happened. And I just can't believe that's the right way to proceed. I think that Pelosi is right that we have to move to an, an impeachment and ban him from ever holding federal office again. Okay, but I got to ask, do you think she's going to do it? Do you think there'll be an impeachment vote? There clearly is not going to be a 25th Amendment, no. I don't think. Pen, no, Pence has said that. I mean, Pence is back back in the sycophant land. Um, Do I think that Nancy's going to do that? She has hedged um, and she has, you know, the squad and all of those liberals pressuring her. Um, That's a great question. We need to make a prediction on that. And I'm hesitating a little bit because I love a good prediction. So 
I think in the end of the day, the pressure to do it is going to be extreme. So I, I would say at least there'll be some committee on it, if not a final vote. But now tell me this, they've adjourned to the 25th, have they not? They have. They would have to recall Congress. Okay. In in order to do it. Uh, I don't think that's a great limit. I think the Democrats in Congress would be eager to come back to that. I, I'm going to take the opposite prediction from you, and I'm going to tell you how I think this scenario is, is going to happen. I think Steve Mnuchin, I'll name names here, who has worked a lot with Nancy Pelosi. I, I'm not saying they have a great relationship, but all through the uh, uh, relief bill, they negotiated constantly. And I think Steve is perceived as being kind of an adult in the middle of this. Steve Mnuchin and Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo has a lot of relationships in, in the House and is also perceived as in a position of leadership. Now, they're kind of the last two grown-ups standing. I think the two of them call Chuck Schumer and uh, uh, Nancy. They, they probably do it on FaceTime. Uh, my granddaughter always tells me, you know, you can add a friend. You can push a button. You can, <laughs> you can put somebody else there. And if my five-year-old granddaughter knows that, then Steve knows that and gets them together and says, guys, we don't need the extra disruption, but here's what we can do. We have talked to Ivanka. Uh, we've talked to Jared. We can keep him under control. We're going to get him down to Mar-a-Lago. He's scared now. That's why he did the hostage video. He's really spooked. He's afraid you're going to try and remove him. He did not like being impeached the first time. He doesn't want to do it again now. And we think we have him scared enough. Let's all get through the next little bit less than, uh, uh, than two weeks. Nancy has an easy out. You just don't recall Congress. Uh, and you bluster about it as much as you want. Her biggest problem, you correctly point to, her biggest problem is AOC and the progressive wing. And Chuck Schumer's got a real problem with that because Chuck could get primaried by AOC. Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's my prediction. And, and when is Chuck up? Two is two years? I, th is I think it's two years. Uh, huh. Yeah, that's a, absolutely. That's, that's, well, that's really thinking deeply about this. And you, you might be right because it does seem that it takes up a lot of energy and Congress has a lot of things to do when Biden takes over and they go back in session. And my only um, uh, kind of reaction to that is if that happens the way you said, which is very likely it will, and Trump essentially walks then we're using the argument of we have things to do, we, we can't be bothered with him, let the guy slink off. That could be the excuse for every single crime that's committed. In other words, somebody kills my husband and the prosecutor says she's been through enough. A trial, yeah. that would be too much. So let's just let him get away with it. So if there was some sense from somebody that at least there would be a criminal inquiry, if not an indictment on the incitement issue, um, then I think Pelosi should, you know, should go ahead and investigate, walk and chew gum, 
set up a committee and if it ends up with an impeachment or censure for the current members, something like that. Because to pretend what happened was like, oh, that was kind of bad, but let's blame the Capitol Hill police, uh, the Capitol Police, and move on with our lives. This is not satisfactory at all. No. And it's not good for us long term because next Trump will be a competent Trump. Well, it will. And I believe me, I am all in favor of Donald Trump being further investigated, uh, being charged, being all those uh, kind of things. Part of me today feels like to the extent that Joe Biden is going to provide leadership within the party, and I, I think he will, uh, everything we've heard from Joe Biden has given this indication we've got to worry about vaccines. We've got to worry about other things. Doesn't mean you can't, can't go after Trump. You certainly can. I think maybe the more telling thing right now, I think is happening. And that would be to focus your efforts on Josh Hawley, on Ted Cruz, on Jim Jordan, uh, Matt Gates, Louis Gohmert, all these guys. And at least in the case of Josh Hawley, that kind of seems to be happening. And if you add a Joe McCarthy-like Senate censure on top of it to Joe, uh, to Josh Hawley, then you start really puncturing careers. It's not just the pathetic little sniveling man over here. It's this overly ambitious young guy who has just lost his book deal with Simon & Schuster. Lots of dollars. John Danforth, his mentor who pushed him, has just abandoned him. His biggest donor from Joplin, Missouri, says, that was a mistake. This is not good for Josh. Now, Ted Cruz, on the other hand, because he's Ted, says, I have criticized Donald Trump constantly for the last four years. Honestly, did you hear this? He said, <laughs> I did not hear that. He did. He, he criticized me. He said, you know, Donald Trump's rhetoric the other day was wrong, but that's not new for me. I've been saying that for four years. Oh, my God, Ted, you're beyond belief. Huh. Well, you know, maybe that is a good strategy, meaning this, the House needs to take care of its own and the Senate needs to take care of its own and their complicity in what, what's happened and let the criminal justice system and the, the DOJ manage Trump, even if they appoint a special prosecutor, they, they, uh, Biden could do that because it's one thing for Trump to be um, indicted by the state of New York on his taxes and all his financial irregularities. But this alone stands as a singular crime against the nation, which is the incitement of violence against Congress, against the legislative branch of our government. And that's the one that I'm struggling with them just walking away from. Yeah, it's not it's, as if Trump didn't do it and we don't have it on tape. And no. now, you know, there's reporting that he was like, he and his family were like kind of like dancing as they watched the press co coverage. Right. So insulting. Yeah, terrible. And, and the truth is, I think Joe Biden has positioned both himself and Merrick Garland perfectly to do exactly what you're talking about. You know, if you heard Biden's speech yesterday, crucial moment is he says to Garland, to the other people, he's just appointed the Justice Department, you do not work for me. 
You're not my lawyer. You're not there. You are there for the law, for the Constitution. He really asserted the independence now uh, of the Justice Department. And by creating that, if Merrick Garland and the Justice Department assert, no, there were crimes there and we're going to pursue them, then that's not Joe Biden in the kind of Donald Trump role of lock him up, lock him up. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, if if Trump is afraid of all of that, and it, clearly he's afraid, maybe this is everyone, you know, the powers to be positioning a resignation. I've never believed that Trump would resign. But could he get scared enough to resign and say to to Pence, I need you to uh, pardon me. I, I believe that. I mean, because Trump is, it's risky for Trump to pardon himself because it's yep. not clear that he can do that. And that I do believe will be challenged by the Justice Department because that's their own internal documents, right? And findings that, that he can't pardon himself. So I mean, he may do it. I think he will do it. But I think it's a very risky strategy as opposed to on the 18th resigning and then Pence. And Pence has demonstrated that he will not seek any kind of independence because I think Pence pardoning Trump, it would be the end of Pence's political career. But he already did that when he went back to the White House to kiss ass as opposed to stay um, huddled with the Article One branch and say it's time now for us to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. And I, as an aside, I love these rats jumping ship, meaning the cabinet members like Chow and DeVos. Step too far. I have to resign. I I Just, can't do this. I cannot live through another thirteen days of this. Exactly. As my <laughs> ethics will not allow me. <laughs> You know, oh, instead God. of just being honest and saying, I don't want to be put on the spot on this 25th Amendment thing. I mean, that's yeah. what that's about. Yeah, absolutely. It's so transparent. A- absolutely it is. And, you know, it really is a problem when we look at guys like Mike Pence and we think, why? Why would you allow yourself to come to this this point? And, you know, finally, there is no answer. I, I guess... Donald Trump casts some kind of spell that just never worked on you and me. You know, though, John, I've been thinking about this. And as you know, and I've stated this um, on the podcast before, I'm not on any social media. So I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, and um, one of my kids had this went viral on Twitter yesterday. And when I was texting with about, I said, I just don't understand all that. But I do think when the history was written, Trump will be seen as wielding his power on social media. And that is something we have never seen before. Right. And maybe won't see again because there will an adjustment will be made. So the cowards, the the uh, Cruises, the Howleys, the Grams, all of these people will in a sense be seen as victims of their inability to push back on the power of social media. And Trump was a master of it. He was. Listen, I'm going to wind up with a prediction. I will make a prediction. First, this part of it is easy. Anybody who thinks 
that Trump has changed his tone or what he's going to do because of the hostage video is wrong. We've gone through these over and over again. Within a day, he'll be back to regular Donald Trump. He's going to get his Twitter account back. And I think specifically what he will do, you know, we all wonder about what can he do so bad. I think he's going to pardon everybody who's charged with the crime of invading the uh, the Congress. Oh, I wondered about that. Yeah, and just preemptively say these people were out there fighting for justice, fighting for the American people, fighting for the election. I'm pardoning all of them. And at least in our understanding right now, they are then pardoned. And then they are all absolutely heroes. But does he have to identify them by name? Because they're not all identified yet. That's something we need to figure out. Yeah, but there's like 55. uh, And actually, if you had a sense that was going to happen, go turn yourself in and get in on the pardon. Yeah, yeah. And I think those folks think that will happen. And I know we have to run. So for Monday. Monday. We'll be back in my goodness. What could happen between now and then? Bye. Have a happy week. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.